many of you ever had a portrait painted of you or your family? We've never had that done. But when an artist does a portrait, he or she tries to make the picture look exactly like the person or family that they're painting. That, that really describes what we're trying to do at the Paxton Church of Christ. We are striving as a congregation to look like and act like the church pictured in the Bible. The, the vision that we have for our church is the same vision that Jesus had for his church. The expectation that we have of our members is the same expectation that Jesus had for his disciples in the scriptures. The foundation that we build our church on is the same foundation that Jesus built his church on. The, the saving message that we proclaim is the same saving message that was proclaimed in the Bible. That is also true when it comes to how our congregation is organized. We are really striving to have the same church structure as pictured in the New Testament. Unfortunately, what has happened, especially in the United States, is that many congregations have used the American form of government as their model for church structure instead of the scriptures. And so their churches end up looking a lot like the United States political system with its branches of governments and elections and voting and majority rule. And yet none of these things are found in the New Testament. And we make a mistake if we use our, our American culture as our pattern for organizing the church. See, the structure of the Paxton Church of Christ is not determined by culture, our business practices, or even religious traditions. Instead, it should be determined by what the Bible teaches about the church and again, what we're trying to do is again strive to become like the church pictured in the scripture. Jesus, the master artist, has already painted for us in the Bible a portrait of what the church should look like. Now it is our task as a congregation to help our church look like and act like the church of the Bible. Specifically today, we're going to focus on three pictures that the New Testament gives us of the church. Before we do that, let's pray. Dear, dear Father, I thank you so very much for this opportunity that, that I have to share this morning. And God, I pray that I will uplift the name of your son, Jesus. And I'll uplift the picture that, that you left for us in, in your scriptures. God, I pray that you'll help us as a congregation to follow the example that we see in the scriptures. God, we want to become like the church of the Bible. That's our desire, and, and I know that's your desires. And so, God, work in these moments as I share your word, as I share these pictures. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. The first picture of the church it is a body. The church is to be a body with Jesus as its head. The Apostle Paul used this image many times in writing to describe the church. For, for example, look at 1 Corinthians 12, 27. It says, now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. Together, we in the church are Christ's body. 
And we are each member of the church. And we each have an important part of, of the body. The church is not a business, but a body. It's not an organization, but it is an organism. The church, as Jesus designed it, is a living and working inspired body. It is a living and growing spiritual organism. And it is important that we understand who is the head, who is the ultimate leader of the Paxton Church of Christ. Christ is the head of the body, the church. Ephesians 1 verses 22 and 23 teach, And God placed all things under his feet, we're talking about Jesus, and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Now, note what it says there in verse number 22. Jesus is the head over everything for the church. God put Jesus in charge of everything in the church. And so he is the ultimate leader of this congregation. The church is not a democracy where people rule. The church is not a hierarchy where leaders rule. The church instead is a theocracy where Jesus rules. He is the one on the throne. Jesus is the head. Colossians 1.18 says, And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn among the dead, so that in everything he might have supremacy. So the most important question that we must ask, that we must ask as church leaders and church members is, what does King Jesus want us to do? What does the head want the body to do? Understand this truth, every church member has a special work to do as part of Christ's body. Romans 12, verses 4 through 6. Just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not have all the same function, so in Christ we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to us. Each of us has a physical body with many different parts. Eyes, ears, fingers, toes, blood vessels, muscles. And the same thing is true of the church, Christ's spiritual body. The, the, the body, his body, has many different members. And each member has a special God-given function. And each of us needs to be finding exactly how God planned for us to serve him and to serve others. See, to accomplish the work that Jesus has for us to do in the Paxton area, it will take all of us working together and serving together. It's not my job to do the church's ministry. It is not our leader's job to do the church's ministry. It is every Christian's responsibility to do the ministry of the church. However, note this other truth, and that is that church leaders are to help equip all believers to do their special work. This is the very picture that Paul gives us in Ephesians 4, verses 11 and 12. It is he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers. 
to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. That means it's my task as your preacher along with other church leaders to encourage and prepare each of you to do the special work that God has for you to do as part of his body. Remember, we are to look and act like a body, like Christ's body. And every one of us has a job to do as part of that body. The the second picture of the church is, is a flock. The church is to be like a flock with Jesus as its shepherd. This is Jesus' favorite picture of the church. We are his flock and he is our shepherd. He himself said in John 10, verses 14 and 15, he said, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus is the good shepherd. He cared enough for us that he laid down his life for us as a sheep. He cared enough for you and me to die for us. But he also cared enough for his flock that after he left us and ascended into heaven, he gave other spiritual leaders to care for and guide the sheep. Note, note this truth. It is the responsibility of church leaders to shepherd and lead the flock. When Paul and Barnabas established various congregations on their missionary journeys, they selected church leaders to lead and guide these churches. Now, following that same pattern, our congregation has church leaders to guide and lead us. Listen to what Paul told the church leaders from Ephesus in Acts 20, verses 28 and 29. He said, keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. Therefore, it is the church leader's responsibility to keep watch over themselves and to keep watch over all the flock here. They are the spiritual shepherds of this congregation. And people, it is an awesome responsibility that church leaders have accepted to spiritually take care of the church, to lead and guide the flock. They are our spiritual leaders. And it is important, a matter of fact, it is essential that we follow their leadership because that's exactly the way God designed it to be. Which also means this truth. The congregation is to follow these church leaders as they strive to follow Christ. Hebrews 13, 17 says, Obey your leaders and to submit to their authority. They keep watch over you as men who must give an account. Obey them so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no advantage to you. See, people, you can make the work of being a church leader either a joy or a burden by how you respond to their leadership. This verse says, make their work a joy, follow and obey their leadership, respect and submit to their God-given authority. 
The church leaders are the spiritual shepherds and, and weird sheep. And, and one day these leaders will give an account to God of how well they have cared for his sheep here. It's one thing that I think about a lot is that I'm going to be responsible for how I've been a part of caring for all of you. See, the responsibility of the flock is to respect and follow their leadership as they follow the leadership of the good shepherd, Jesus. The the third picture of the church is that of a fellowship. The, The church is to be like a fellowship united around God's purposes, around Jesus' purposes. That that was one of the emphasis in the early church. Look at Acts 2, 42. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayers. The word fellowship used here describes an intimate association, a close relationship. This is more than just getting together. This is more than just having religious meetings. It involves sharing in each other's lives. Having meals together, praying together, helping each other, working together. And so the church is to be a spiritual fellowship. 1 John 1, 7 says it this way. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus' son purifies us from all sin. We are on this spiritual journey together. I mean, that's what fellowship is. We are united together by the blood of Jesus that purifies us, and you and I are headed in the same direction. As disciples of Jesus, together, we're headed to heaven. And so the Bible says we have fellowship with each other. Note this truth. A top priority in our fellowship is working together in harmony. Please understand that we cannot have unity unless all of us work together in harmony. Maybe you've noticed we're all different. We, we have different colored hair. We, we're different ages. We're different sizes. We look different and we think different. God, God loves that. I mean, thank God we're not all the same. I mean, it would be really boring if we only had vanilla ice cream in the world. I kind of like the various flavors, and so does God. But the thing that brings us together is Jesus Christ. He saved us, and together he wants us to reach out to others with his message and his love. And people, that's what unites us. Jesus, his word, his gift of salvation, his mission of getting out his message. That's why we must do everything that we can to maintain unity in our fellowship, unity in our church. Paul wrote in Ephesians 4.3, make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. He wrote similar words in Romans 14.19, let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and a mutual edification. Satan knows if he can divide us, he can defeat us. 
That's why the scripture repeatedly calls for unity among believers. I mean, think about it. We at the Church of Christ are on the same team. We're on Jesus' team. And together we're doing his work. And note one more truth. We must strive to work together to accomplish Christ's purposes. The ministry of this congregation is far greater than one person or group of people could do. The the Apostle Paul emphasizes that truth in 1 Corinthians 3, verses 8 and 9. And this is from the New Living Translation. The one who plants and the one who waters work as a team with the same purpose. And yet they will be rewarded individually. According to their own hard work, we work together as partners who belong to God. And so we're to work as a team with the same purpose. We're to work together as partners who belong to God. I can only imagine what can be accomplished if we could always have that kind of unity in our ministry. I mean, everyone working together as a team with the same purpose. Everyone working together as partners who belong to God. Please remember our God-given purpose as a congregation. He has called us to be a connecting place, to be disciples who lovingly connect others with him. And we cannot fill that purpose unless we work together. Unless each of us strive to be disciples of Jesus. Unless each of us strive to build relationships inside and outside the church. Unless each of us strive to love and serve others. And unless each of us strive to share the saving message of Jesus. People, we're we're like a fellowship united around Jesus' purposes. You know, that, that brings us uh, to our practical application. What, what do we want to do as a result of this morning's message? Let me suggest three things. Number one, review these three pictures of the church. As a body, with Jesus as his head. As a flock, with him as our shepherd. And as his fellowship, united around his purposes. Those are pictures. I mean, that's a picture that Jesus has drawn for us in his word, and that's the picture we're trying to follow. Now, number two, prayerfully consider your responsibilities as a member of Jesus' body, as a sheep with Jesus as a shepherd, and as a fellowship united around his purpose. I mean, what, what, what does he expect you to do? I mean, as a member of Christ's body, I mean, he expects you to do the special work that he's given you to do. I mean, as a sheep in Jesus' flock, he expects you to follow his leadership. As part of Jesus' fellowship, he expects you to work together with other Christians in fulfilling his, his purpose. And so that's my encouragement, this last action step. Work together to make these pictures of the church become a reality in our congregation. That people might see us as Jesus' body 
acting as Jesus' flock and working together as Jesus' fellowship. That's the picture of the church that we're striving uh, to live out in our congregation. I have to admit to you that we are short of living out that picture. I'm short of being the person that God wants me to be, and each of us here are short of what Jesus wants us to be. And yet, with God's help and with the work of the Spirit in our lives, we can become more and more the church that he wants us to be. And that's really our prayer. It's really our prayer for those of you who are listening today. Those of you who are part of our congregation, these words have been just for you. For those of you who are not a part of our congregation, uh, we hope that there is a church that you attend and you participate in. But if you're looking for a place to do the work of God, we invite you to share with us uh, at the Paxton uh, Church of Christ. Let, let's bow for a word of prayer and then we'll close. Dear, dear Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity uh, to just share together with these folk on the radio today. And God, I pray that you'll just be at work in each of their lives. God, again, what unites us as Christians, what unites us as believers is your son Jesus. And we, 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 we want to bring glory to his name. Glory to his name in this PBL area. And so God, I pray that you will work through our congregation and the other churches here in town. And that you'll work in each of our lives. That we might become more of what you want us to be. God, again, work among us. Work through us that we might impact others. That's our prayer today. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to thank you for listening this morning. We also want to invite you to come and share with us on Sunday mornings uh, there at the church. We're meeting every Sunday morning at 1030. We'd be glad to have you. We'd, we'd also, if there's a need that you have that we can help meet, uh, please give us a call. Our, our church number is 217 217- Three seven nine four 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 three. You can also contact us through our, our, our website, paxtonchurchofchrist.org. We'll be glad to minister you. We, we thank you again for listening today, and we look forward to sharing with you uh, next Sunday.